This is Brian Finale, and you're listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast. The podcast for entrepreneurs who want to grow, get better, and rewire your mind for success so you can build the business of your dreams. And now, it's time to dig deep with an MLSP industry top earner. Let's rock. Welcome to another episode of the Molly System Pro Wake Up Call Podcast. We have another amazing leader with us today. Bob Clark is a guy who built his business completely part-time, y'all. He was working a full-time gig in the healthcare profession, and he built this business part-time. And he did it with, you know, with kids, with the grandkids, with the wife, all the things, right? And he was very busy as a, as a healthcare professional, professional, and he figured out how to you know, a few hours here, a few hours there, keep getting better and better, you know, and he wasn't the guy, that, I don't know many of them, uh, that were uh, the overnight success. I certainly was not either. Bounced around from company to company, system to system, all the things, right? And, and But he stayed in the game. He saw something here. And he kept getting better, kept working on his skills, kept getting to events, kept investing, kept growing, and he just wasn't... He wasn't going to be denied, and a few years ago, he was able to retire. You know, he and now his his bride are free, and they have a laptop, computer, right, a cell phone, and they're a coach here inside of MLSP, a top affiliate. Bob's always in the running when we do affiliate contests, and he's got those skills, man. And the coolest part is he, he's free. He's able to, you know, hang around, you know, travel, be with his grandkids. Just had a new grandkid I saw on Facebook. By the way, congrats, man. Um, guys, it's it's, I mean, that's what's possible if you just stay the course. And go figure, now his audience is helping people who only have, you know, building full-time income part-time, building this business in part-time, you know, with, 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 with a part-time uh, schedule, because that's exactly what he did. Pretty cool, right? Dr. Bob Clark, good morning, sir. Welcome to the Wake Up Call. Thank you so much, Brian. Man, I, I love when you introduce me. It pumps me up every time you introduce me, man. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and you know what? The, the, the key part to all that that Brian just said, guys, is I refuse to be denied. I would not stop. And that's really the mentality you have to have, uh, when you, especially when you're doing it part-time and you're kind of you don't have a lot of time to do this. Staying in the game and having a mentality of I will not be denied from this. Because there are lots of times I wanted to quit. I thought about it. People all around me were like, you know, what are you doing? This is crazy, but I wouldn't give up. Anyway, that's not the topic for today. The topic for today, we're going to have a little fun today. We're going to talk about the dating game. Okay, we're going to talk about the dating game. I'm going to give you a couple of really fun analogies. It's Friday. Let's have some fun. Brian's going to have some fun. So let's have some fun. All right. Um, Let's talk about know, like, and trust. We hear it all the time. Sometimes you almost get deaf to it, right, because you hear it so much. Know, like, and trust. People buy from those who know, like, and trust. We hear it all the time. Well, of the three of these, I believe that trust is the most important. You know, if someone doesn't trust you, they're not going to do business with you, period. You've got to have the trust factor in there. And, you know, I'll I'll be honest, you know, in today's day and age of the Internet, people are skeptical. Trust can be tough. Trust can be tough. So today I want to give you a couple of analogies that might help you understand trust better in your business. And then we're going to talk about some ways to build trust um, in your business so you can, you know, make more sales and 
and uh, go do what you want to do in your life. All right, so two analogies. The first one I got from Diane Hockman. Right? You guys know Diane. A lot of you guys know Diane. Diane's a leader inside MOSP, um, and she was also someone who uh, I, I caught up with very early on in my career. She's one of my first, tra- uh, my first mentors. And she told me about this analogy, and I want to share it with you guys because it makes so much sense when it comes to trust. It's a microwave popcorn analogy. So you guys know when you, you, know, you want some microwave popcorn, right? So you buy, you, know, the, you buy the bag and you, you put the bag in the microwave and you turn it on. And in about a minute or so, you know, the first kernels start to pop. And then the microwave keeps going and you hear, you're hearing the bag, you know, pop, 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 pop. And pretty soon it's happening fast, a lot of pops. Uh, and then they slow down. And you take the bag out, you pour the you pour the contents, the popcorn into a bowl, and you notice that on the bottom there's a lot of un, not a lot, but there's some unpopped kernels, right? They're just sitting there. Uh, they never did pop. So how does this relate to business? How does it relate to trust? Well, you know when when you put the popcorn in the microwave and you turn it on, the time that's in the microwave. Right, represents the time that your prospects are in your world. Right, represents the time that you're pouring into them. And I remember I said within a minute or so of putting the popcorn in the microwave, the first kernels start to pop. Right, and those are the people in your business who are going to get it pretty fast. Maybe you've already built some some rapport with them, a little bit of trust, and they they buy or they they take your offer pretty fast. Boom. But that's only a couple. Most of them will take longer. They have to go back. In, they have to, you know, be in the microwave longer. Uh, they have to hear more from you, right? They have to hear your training, hear your, uh, see your emails, um, see your messages on Facebook, see your posts, right? They have to see more of you, and then they pop. They pop, right? Sell, sell, offer, offer, because. You're there. You're out there. You're doing it, and they're seeing more of you. You're, you built a little, tr- little more trust, a little more trust, and that the more trust, you, the more you're out there. The more you're doing your stuff out there on the internet, the more you're you're visible, right? Adding value to people, the more trust you're going to build. And then remember, I said there were some out there, some kernels that never pop. There's always going to be kernels in your business that never pop. And you have to be okay with that. They're going to be people who, who stay in your world forever and never buy a thing, never take any of your offers, but they just enjoy being in your world. They enjoy getting your emails. They enjoy seeing your posts. And that's got to be okay with you because that's just the way business is. So I thought that was a cool analogy, um, microwave popcorn analogy. You can thank Diane for that next time you talk to her. The second analogy I don't know where I heard this one. Um, I think I made up some of it, but um, I heard I heard the basis of this somewhere. But it's how how much prospecting and recruiting is like dating. It's like a dating game, All right? So if you think about when you first reach out to somebody, well, before that, even before that, when you're thinking about reaching out to somebody on Facebook, or when you're thinking about making a phone call. Uh, when you're thinking about just establishing the first connection with somebody, 
right? A lot of us, me included, right? Used to, I used to worry about this. I used to overthink it. I used to, I used to be fearful. What could happen? What could happen? Will the person yell at me? Will the person be annoyed if I bother them? All these things that went through my mind, it probably goes through yours too, right? We overthink it, right? And, uh, this is where I spent the majority of my high school years, uh, in terms of dating, right? Thinking about it, should I ask the girl out? What if she says no? Fear of rejection. Oh my God, you know, what if she laughs at me? That's where I spent the majority of my high school years. Uh, and it's, it's where I got stuck in processing for a long time too, is building up so much in your mind of all the bad things that could happen that you never actually ask the girl out, right? You never actually send a message to your prospects. You never, you never introduce yourself. There's no chance of winning, but there's no chance of losing either, right? That's where we spend a lot of our time. Uh, we won't build a business that way, but it's safer, isn't it? So that's, that's the first part of it and how it relates to dating is, you know, all the, all the guys and the girls out there too, you know, never want to ask the guy out. Works both ways. Um, so that's part of it, right? So let's, let's continue the analogy. Sending a friend request. Sending a friend request is, you know, it, it's not really a big step, but it's kind of analogous, analogous to asking someone out on the first date. Sending out that friend request. Hey, it's me. I'm here. Send a message with it. Like, hey, nice to meet you. Right? Well, you want to go out with me? I mean, that's, you know, it's not exactly equivalent, but you, you get the point, right? Sending a friend request is kind of another mini commitment to go out on that first date. And as, as you start messaging back and forth, right, you're kind of feeling each other out to see, you know, is this a good person? Is this someone who, uh, you know, who gets me and I get them? It's kind of equivalent to going out on more dates, right? You just want to see if this is, this is a good person to be with. You're kind of hanging out and, and, you know, getting to know that person. Those are the messages back and forth. And then, and this is what Brian was just talking about, about, you know, do you want to, when you, do you want to jump on a Zoom or a, or a phone call, right? That's a much bigger commitment for a lot of people. A lot of people on, online, they're okay with this friend request and you're okay with the messaging, but you want to get on Zoom, that's a bigger commitment because now I'm going to see you face to face. I get on a phone call, now I have to hear your voice. And uh, that's a little bit of equivalent to in a dating game, like do you want to go steady? Right? Do, you want to, do you want to be my girl? Do you want to be my guy? It's a bigger commitment. And then maybe you, you make a small offer to that person, maybe an offer for an uh, MLSP lead generation campaign training, right? or a low-cost product, a mini offer, a very small offer, and it's advancing the relationship. You're testing the waters. Is this person trustworthy? And then finally, you get to the point. You make the biggest offer of all, right? Do you want to join me in my business? Do you want to join MOSP? Right? Do you want to join my, uh, my network marketing company? Will you marry me? Right? It's a bigger commitment. It's, a, it's just a bigger commitment out there. So the reason I bring this up is because as we go through this progression, little by little you're building trust. As that person continues to talk to you, and you know you have conversations, maybe you offer some advice. Um, you know you're building trust, little by little by little, little brick by brick, if you will. 
And the problem with a lot of people out there, if maybe you've gotten these too, is the people who go for it right away. You know, I'm sure we've we've all gotten those, um, you know, those messages on Facebook out of the blue, like, "Hey, check out my stuff. Here's the link. Right? It's going to be great for you. Right? New offer. You know, uh, you know, all the all the lingo that you always hear. Right? Um, they kind of blow it. They go for it right away. So if it's not a yes, there's there's never been any trust there, and there's nothing to, there's nothing to build on. You already when you jump from should I send a friend request to will you marry me? And that's for ninety nine point nine percent of people out there. That's too big a jump. Right? So think about that when you're prospecting. Think about what kind of commitment am I asking somebody to make here. And is it too soon? Now, how do you know if it's too soon? Well, if you do it, if you, uh, if you know, you're having messenger conversations and you make a little offer, like, hey, would you like this free training? And then all of a sudden people ghost you. That's kind of an indication that maybe you went too fast. So slow down, go back, build a little bit more rapport, a little bit more trust. And, you know, rebuild. Erin Birch teaches this really nicely in her courses, right? You, you push a little bit, but if you get resistance, you pull back and you build more trust. So I just love these two analogies because um, it just, especially the dating one, because the dating one really, it, we talk about levels of commitment as you go about your prospecting journey. And think about, you know, what you're asking, how is this being perceived by the person you're, you're uh, sending the message to? Is it too big a commitment too fast? I know we want to make money. I know we want to get results. Um, maybe we're getting pressure from outside um, sources here to, to get some results. And so I know it's very tempting to go faster. But the risk is if you haven't built a trust yet, you're going you're gonna to go to a place where you can't come back from. Okay? So trust. Trust is... The currency of prospecting and recruiting, right? It's what drives business, and it's everything. It's everything in business. So let's talk about some ways now that we've kind of did the analogy stuff. Let's talk about some ways to build trust in your business. How can you build trust with your prospects? Okay, I've got nine ways here. I'm going to run through them pretty fast, uh, but they're, they're just kind of short and simple. Number one is show up. Be consistent. Be visible. Right? Online, it's very much out of sight, out of mind. Do you ever see somebody, you know, come up and see on your, on your uh, newsfeed on, on Facebook and you're like, oh, where's that person been? I haven't seen that person in a long time. I totally forgot about them. It's out of sight, out of mind. That's the way the internet world is. So you've got to be showing up on a regular basis. You've got to be consistent. <clears throat> you've got to be visible. It's all part of it. Number two, be vulnerable, be authentic, right? be willing to show your warts, be willing to talk about what works and what doesn't work. Share your journey, right? This is all part of, of building trust with someone, right? If you're, if you're always just kind of like highlighting the, the highlights, right, the wins, and you never show any of the, uh, your vulnerability, your vulnerable side, um, you're not going to build trust as fast because that person won't really relate to you. If they're really struggling, they may want to be you, but they don't really relate to you. 
So be vulnerable. Number three, demonstrate you're on their side. Okay, the way I really like to do this is when I like send emails or or, or just messages to people, um, if I don't feel an offer is right for them, I will tell them, this one probably isn't for you. You may want to try something else. When I write emails and I make an offer uh, to my list, I tell them straight out, this offer is good for X, Y, and Z, but it may not be for you if you're blank, blank, blank. Okay. So I'm telling them, like, I want you to win. I don't want you to waste your money on something that's not right for you. And what that does is they're saying, wow, he just, he just passed up money for, for me. He's, he's got my back. That's cool. When they, when they feel like you have their back, when you're, when your tribe, when you have your tribe's back, when they feel that, nothing will build trust faster than that. It's gold. Okay, so don't be afraid to, you know, tell someone, hey, you know, um, I don't think this one's right for you. And, and you'll win them over really fast. Number four, tell the truth. Kind of goes without saying, right? But, you know, do what you say you're going to do. Right? Don't, don't put down there that you're going to do a Facebook Live today at 5 o'clock and don't show up. Right? Don't do that. When you say you're going to do something, do it. Uh, it's, it sounds logical, right? But you'd be shocked how many times people say they're going to do stuff. Uh, I get I get stuff all the time on messages like people tell me they're going to do things and they don't do it. And I don't know whether it's intentional or not. It comes across as not telling the truth. So tell the truth. Number five, admit your mistakes. Own them. It makes you a real person. It goes back to being vulnerable, right? Admit your mistakes and make it right. If I make a mistake with my list, people, my subscribers on my list, I, I make it right, right away. I tell them, I, I screwed up, I messed up. And you know what, people, people will forgive very fast. But if you screw them over, they won't forget. Right? And you'll never get that trust. So number five is admit mistakes. Number six, don't mislead or misrepresent. Don't mislead or mis misrepresent yourself, right? This is especially prevalent on social media. Um, it's not as bad as it used to be. I don't know if you guys have been around long enough to remember. Uh, there used to be always these people with Lamb you know, Lamborghinis and the big mansions and the beautiful girls in bikinis, and that was always the life that they were portraying that was theirs. And for 99.9% .9 of the people, it wasn't theirs, but that's how they were representing themselves, misrepresenting themselves. And if you're caught like that, if you're caught in a situation where people know you're misleading, you'll never get that trust back. So be yourself. Right? Don't mislead people. You have the life you have. Tell them about it. It's not the life you want yet. Tell them that. Tell them that. Tell them your plan. But don't misrepresent yourself. Number seven, have a clear vision and share it often. Right? We teach a lot in MOSP about vision. Have a clear vision. Where do where you want your business to go? Who do you want to help? What do you want to help them do? And share that. Share that often so that people know who you are, what you represent. Number eight is walk the walk. Okay, don't teach one thing and do another. Right? Don't, don't, uh, don't teach all about how, you, how you've got to be consistent if you're not. Don't, 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 don't teach about something 
and then do something else. Um, I came across somebody who um, was, I, I knew the person, and they were teaching all about you know, how to just grow your business on Facebook for free, and that's fine. But in the meantime, I kept seeing their ads popping up. So I knew they weren't building their business on Facebook for free. Now, there's nothing wrong with either one of those, but he kind of misrepresented himself, where he kind of he kind of walked a very fine line, right? He, he didn't actually say it, but it was kind of insinuated that he was building his whole business online for free. And it wasn't true. So walk the walk. And then number nine, go slowly. There's no need to rush. There's really no need to rush. You're going to do much better if you... Now, I'm not saying go slowly, like don't take action. I'm saying go slowly with your prospects. Go slowly with the building of the trust. It'll happen better if you build it gradually. It's really hard to build trust fast. Right? It's really hard to build trust fast. And here's the thing about it. You know, and it's just the, it's the biggest thing about trust. Trust takes a while to build and a second to lose. Right? Think about a relationship you've had where you lost trust in the person. Maybe it was something they did, something they said. Uh, maybe they cheated on you. Maybe, uh, yeah, whatever. You could have trusted that person for years, and it took a second for you to lose that trust. Okay? And the biggest way to lose trust in your business is when you put your needs ahead of your tribe's needs. Right? When you go for the quick buck, when you promote something that, just, you know, it's, it's a quick hit, it's good money, let's go for it, and you don't really check it out, it turns out it's not a great offer. And a lot of people are upset because you, you recommended it. You've lost a lot of trust doing that, right? So, you, so you've got to be careful. Like when I when I when I'm an affiliate for something, I make darn sure that that's a quality offer, a quality company, uh, and and most you know I make sure I'm using it myself because that's the best way to know if it's really worthy, right? But if if you push your needs ahead of your tribes, if you promote something that turns out to be poor quality and people lose money on it, they're going to come back to you and say, why did you recommend this? And that's, that's tough to come back from once you do that. So be careful. As an affiliate marketer, uh, network marketer, be careful that you're, you're making offers that, for things that are high quality and that people will be happy with because your trust is on the line. Your trust is absolutely on the line. So make it a cornerstone of your business to be trustworthy. Right? Be worthy of trust. And if you can do this, your business is going to grow, maybe, maybe not at, at ultra-high speeds, right? but it's going to grow at a slow and steady pace uh, because you're building trust with your tribe, with your audience, little by little, by doing all the things I said, by showing up, right? by, by being true to yourself, being vulnerable, telling the truth, um, you know, having a clear vision, walking the walk. Right? All those things, each is a little, little deposit in your trust bank with people. Right? One, of, one of the best things that people can say about me, both in business and in life, is he's trustworthy. Right? I trust him. And in business, that's the currency, as I said before. Right? Trust is the currency. So when people trust you, they will do business with you over somebody else who they're not sure about. So you've got to you've got to 
you've got to build your business in a way that you build trust, that you're trustworthy. If you do, uh, your business is going, to, it's going to grow, and it's also going to be more fun because you're going to feel really good about yourself, and uh, you're going to really form, form some very uh, solid relationships along the way. So uh, trust is everything. Go build some today. Go, go make it happen. And I will see you guys over on the, uh, the fan page, and we'll dive a little bit deeper into this. And uh, happy Friday. We'll see you next time. Take care. You have been listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast with Brian Finale and the MLSP leaders. To learn how MLSP can help you get more leads and make more money in your business starting today, visit www.mlsp.com and take your risk-free test drive. MLSP.com. That's MLSP.com, creating tomorrow's leaders today.